everybody <laughs> welcome back we're back we're back at it <laughs> i feels good i feel good i feel really good i don't know what's going on <laughs> well i'm kind of having a i'm kind of having a hard time seeing you um because you are dressed in camo head to I toe got, uh i got some woodland camo on that's that's very true yeah i take it you've been it, hunting I've been hunting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know why I'm in such a good mood because I didn't see a damn thing. Uh, yeah, it's still good to get out and, you know, spend some time outdoors, right? I guess so. Um, you want hunting stories? Because that's what I got. They're not, <laughs> if, they're not very long, but. If you've got uh, one, let's hear it. So, well, I, I went out for the first time the whole year. I mean, it's November. It's rut. It's time to hunt if you're into that kind of thing um i went out it, it, it first off i didn't just go out it took me like three days to prepare for to go hunt for the first time my arrows were like missing they're in like i i went to shoot my bow in because i mm -hmm. haven't shot it all year i'm that mm -hmm. i'm that guy i'm like it's time <laughs> to hunt let me shoot my i just wanted to shoot my bow to make sure mm -hmm. i was ready to go well um Shot my first couple arrows, and uh, I pulled. I, I stuck them in the, pretty close. Uh, I was shooting a little left. My sight must have got bumped. Uh, but I pulled my arrows out. I ha only have four arrows. I pulled two of them out, and uh, the inserts, the tips, mm -hmm. were gone. And uh, uh, if you're not familiar with archery, there's like an arrow shaft, and then there's like a metal insert mm -hmm. with threads on it that you have to glue in. Um, so when I pulled my arrow out, my inserts came out of my shaft and there, my inserts are somewhere in the target, which that means mm -hmm. I got to go get new inserts new and inserts, right. yeah. So that took, so as a day sighting it in, getting the inserts, and then I had to buy my, you know, my doe pee, my bait, my attractant. Mm -hmm. I got some doe and estrus, uh, and I got a mineral block, which I'm, I'm, I'm that guy. I'm, Whenever I start, the first day I decide to hunt is the first day I start thinking about all these things. But it took me three days to gather all my stuff, bought the license, the so tag. You're a planner. Your planner. Yeah. So, <laughs> like in all things. <laughs> well, I just got to make it happen. Like, yeah. when it's game time, it's game time. So, I go out. Uh, my family has a farm where the uh, construction company, Luberg Inc., is, mm -hmm. and uh, hunt there. And, uh, I walk out, I, I put, first thing I do, you know, I spray myself down with the scent killer, my whole body and all my gear. And, uh, I always put doe piss on my boot tracks. I, I dump doe pee on the treads of my feet and then I mm -hmm. walk to my stand. Well, this is funny because I'm sitting in my stand and what I attracted is I, I, all I see the first hunt is, you know, typical squirrel freaking tree rats and uh, i saw a few raccoons well funny thing is one squirrel i saw was following my walking trail 
He's very interested in the dopey. <laughs> so this is my only entertainment the whole hunt because I didn't see any deer. But he's following <laughs> my footsteps, and I know he's doing it, and he's like real into it. He's like tracking my trail. Well, he, that leads the squirrel all the way up to my ladder on my mm-hmm. tree stand. And then I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, like, you motherfucker, don't come up here. You little <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so he's tracked my trail for a long time. And he, and he gets to the ladder and he looks up. I'm like, don't do it. He climbs my ladder like a human, just like <laughs> hopping, hopping yeah. up my ladder. And I and then he gets up to the top and I have to kick I have to kick him down and make all this ruckus. Like, get out of here, you damn squirrel. <laughs> so was he like attracted to the dopey then? Like Yeah, yeah. He was okay. following the whole dopey is, trail. Is that normal? Dude, that was a squirrel and rut. Okay. So the squirrel has like a fetish. It's like uh it's kind of like a bestiality squirrel i don't know like the <laughs> it's like it, the, it's like into other animals <laughs> the pheromones of love no 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 um rate what a race or species <laughs> horny is horny horny is horny that that was an alpha squirrel coming to get can you imagine what was his can you imagine seeing <laughs> that squirrel actually like trying to do that with a deer <laughs> I, I don't know work. man i was trying to be all quiet <laughs> honestly i was freaking out like I, nothing scared me more than that squirrel coming up there and then not only did like i was like kick, he got up real close i started kicking it i didn't actually kick the squirrel but i was like kicking at him so he's like yeah. shoo like get out of here well yeah. he he like somehow went i tried to kick him because i was freaking but out but you're just waving the smell in the air making him want to yeah. come even more <laughs> <laughs> so he's trying to get up there well he jumps from my ladder to the tree and then he's on the tree and i can hear him like run up behind my head and he's like above me i'm like oh my god like get away from me like <laughs> it's probably ruined my whole hunt because i was yeah. so worried about this squirrel just like jumping on me <laughs> you should have shot it <laughs> eventually left but man that was that was crazy that is crazy. <laughs> what a wild yeah. story. Yeah, I guess you learn something new every day. I did not know that squirrels could be attracted to deer. Doe and estrus pee. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah, but I ended up going out twice. I did not see any deers. Well, <sighs> keep at it. You'll find one. I, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I told Jess tonight before I went, I was like, so should I shoot a doe tonight? Because I was kind of thinking, like you know, meat in the freezer. I like, mm-hmm. I like deer meat. She's like, what? She's like, what'd she say? She said, what do you mean shoot a doe? She said, no, you don't shoot a doe. Doe are innocent. Just shoot a buck. Like, <laughs> okay, say no more. Because now I'm gonna have to. Now I'm gonna have to go out twenty times to shoot a buck. <laughs> she doesn't know what she just signed up for. <laughs> she does. Wife said, don't shoot a doe. Shoot a buck. So it's on. How's your week, man? I think that's sexist. <laughs> oh, my daughters are with her. They're on the same train of thought. So, okay, shoot a buck. Shoot a buck. It's on. <laughs> Good luck, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my week. Um, so my wife went with a couple friends 
uh, to Savannah, Georgia. I, uh, I saw your wife was yeah. gone. So she left me with all three kids. Wow, dude. For the whole weekend. So, okay. So left on back? Thursday night. She got back today, this afternoon. How um, was that? Let's just go day by day. Here. <laughs> so <laughs> I ended up, um, I was off work Friday. So I took them to school and uh, I actually went and played golf. So that was actually not too bad. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah. Um, and then on Saturday, uh, we mostly just hung out and watched college football. And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Austin came over He because his wife went with my wife, so we uh, we hung out and like your dad rally, dad rally, exactly. So uh, that made it a lot easier being, yeah. you know, that way instead of being three on one, it's five on two, right? So better, way better, way better, way way better. So yeah, um, still kind of kicked our ass, but we uh, we made it through. <laughs> we survived for the moms to come home. Because so. Austin has like. <laughs> Yeah, his son's like what one and a half or something. Yeah, he's one and a half. <laughs> uh, his youngest is, and then his his oldest is four. Um, yeah, and so, you're rocking with one. Right, is Tommy one? Not yet. He's he'll be eleven months tomorrow. So, um, almost one, and then a four year old yeah. and a seven year old. So, um, yeah, that's wild. Oh yeah, it was a uh, it was a hectic household. <laughs> so. But we made it. So how what time uh did the wife get back today? Uh it was like two thirty when they when they got back, so not too bad. Um not too bad. Yep. And then of course the kids just want to be with mom the rest of the day. So Mom <laughs> Finally, you can't believe you left <laughs> us with dad. Been so neglected. <laughs> no no feelings were gave a damn about <laughs> <laughs> nope, <definitely not. laughs> but that's fine because after uh you know a, three on one for a couple days it was I, I was okay with them being up mom's butt for a little bit <laughs> <laughs> she deserves it she deserved she it yeah. so i i've never but been she there. loved it she missed them so that's a good thing yeah i bet she did that's really nice that you did yeah. that for her yeah she likes playing on these trips. So, what's in Savannah, Georgia, though? Like, what am I missing here? Uh, I, I think it's just like a cool little historical town, I guess. Uh, it's kind of um, like—is it coast? It, it's yeah, it it's, it's on the... it's on the coast. Yeah. Yep. So. How was the weather for? It's probably uh, uh, it looked pretty good. I mean, for the you know from what she said, it seemed like it was pretty good. So, I got gotcha. you warmer anyway. So it's like Warm-ish. southern, it's like southern Georgia, mm-hmm. on, on the coast. So, yeah, yeah I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fun, but you know, there's a lot of places that are fun. So, well, you got a Patriot this week. I do. Um, my Patriot of the week is Vinny Brown. He is a uh, Minnesota uh, DNR. Uh, conservation officer. Um, So he was out, uh, you know, with opening season in Minnesota, he went out and uh, was kind of patrolling the area and he found a convicted felon 
who uh, was out there trying to hunt, allegedly trying to hunt, and of course carrying a gun, uh, which <laughs> he is not within his rights to do. So uh, he so he takes the uh, the hunter. Uh, he's going to go turn him into the police, right? Uh, takes him downtown. On the way there, they see a car that's driving all crazy, swerving in and out, and um, so, down him. So he, uh, well, no, is it, he it falling? Oh, okay. The, the car was like it, like passed him uh, on the way there. So he, uh, okay. he ends up pulling it over, and he uh, finds out that there's a woman about to give birth and her husband's trying to get her to the hospital nightmare um, situation <laughs> nightmare situation um so he he tries to get some gloves and help her deliver the baby right there on the side of the road no she make it to a hospital um and oh she didn't make God. it to a hospital and he didn't even make it to get the gloves she just had the baby by herself right there in the passenger seat of the car on the side of the road in minnesota yeah <laughs> so he, uh, you know, at, by this point, the uh, a sheriff deputy had showed up. So the sheriff deputy takes the woman, helps her get to the hospital so they can cut, cut she, the cord. Yeah, get some, uh, you know, medical attention for her and the baby. And then he takes the felon down to jail. <laughs> what a guy! <laughs> what a guy! What a wild! <laughs> what a wild story, man! That's pretty funny. That's awesome. At least. I he- just- <laughs> I uh, I imagined him going home and telling his wife, "You'll never believe what happened to me at work today." And then yeah. she she just doesn't believe anything that he says. <laughs> like you like your job is boring. You work in a park all day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, this never happens. Well, well, I have two Patriots of the week. First off, we had an interview last week, so we didn't get a touch on this. But mm-hmm. Veterans Day, yep, it was just this weekend. Went down to a Veterans Day parade like every American should and, mm-hmm. you know, waved my flag with my kids. I got my kids out there being all patriotic. Yeah. And uh, so shout out veterans. I mean, definitely, definitely the lifeblood of the country there. And uh, my other Patriot of the Week is going to be from our hometown, a uh, person that passed away since since we last recorded, uh, Roger Bates. Anybody, I mean, me and you went to Jonglin <laughs> High School in New Concord, yeah. Ohio, which is, you know, obviously where John Glenn yeah. grew up and went to school. But Roger uh, Bates has been a huge staple of uh, Jonglin culture since he went to school there. And uh, he graduated in 1959. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, he's been employed by the John Glenn school district. He's been a janitor maintenance department do all. He's always been around ever since he graduated high school. Um, and he was kind of like just, he's the, like the most lovable guy mm. in new Concord. Like er, no one uh, has a like, bad thing to say about Roger. You, ca- you can't, you can't live in new Concord and not know who Roger is. And you can't, know who roger is and not love roger right yes <laughs> he so he was the biggest supporter he was of, you know the athletes yeah. and sports at every game he was at every game mm-hmm. you know doing his famous t-e-a-m cheer mm-hmm. so he would 
even in his old age, he'd waltz out, you know, in front of the crowd and, you know, <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> he was like, give me a T.E. Yeah, but, he, but at the beginning, yeah. he'd always say something like, he's like, we need some spirit. What did he say? He's like, we need to get your spirit going in here. And he's like waving his arms. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, over here, we need a T.E. And over here, we need A.M. And then he'd go, T.E. A.M. T.E. A.M. And then T. Team, team, <laughs> and he'd be jumping up and down. Yeah. It was just, man, yeah, what an awesome guy. He was an awesome guy, um, legend. Know, we we talk about it all the time. Uh, you know what's what's the definition of a patriot? And you know we always go back to this is somebody who uh, loves their community. Um, yeah, and f- for that community, Roger was like the ultimate patriot. Nobody loves that community more than Roger. Man. Yeah, he was also in, along with the high school, he was involved with volunteering at the fire department and uh, the College Drive Presbyterian Church. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was, uh, I think he was 86. Uh, he's kind of living at the, uh, what is it, the Cardinal Place, which is kind of like elderly assisted living type community, but it was still a little bit unexpected. Mm-hmm. But uh, he'll be. Truly missed. I mean, yep. I love that no. guy. Yep. Great guy. Hmm. All right. We're moving on. Real talk this week. I want to talk about making mistakes. Fucking up. <laughs> it happens. It happens, but I mean, life is... You know, 90, it's really 10% what happens to you and 90% you know, how you react. I mean, mm-hmm. everything that happens in your life is your fault. The mm-hmm. only way, you know, to be with making mistakes, you really got to freaking own them. I'm not talking about like, weird illnesses and stuff like that i'm talking about real life everything in your life is your fault everything that happens to you you really need if you want to be a strong american you got to really take ownership of your life i mean that's the only way to be i hate (laughs) you know the person that makes mistakes and then they're instantly in blame mode right yeah like, does anybody respect that person? No. <laughs> no. I mean, <laughs> everybody knows that guy. Yeah. But, like, no. I mean, whenever I fuck up, and I do often, and any, anybody who is doing anything at all is going to be screwing up. But mm-hmm. it's how you react to when you screw up that really defines your character. Mm-hmm. And, the, I mean, you don't want to be that guy. When you screw up, are you con? Are you that person? Are you constantly looking to your left and right? And you're like, oh, uh, you know, it wasn't me. It was Brad. You know, he was with me and he should like if it wasn't totally your fault, if it's somewhat your fault, it's still your fault. Right. At part of advancing yourself in an organization and in society is taking extreme ownership of your mistakes. And that is the only way to be the only way to live. And you need to take charge of your life fully. Um, 
I mean, I truly believe that it's a, it's a total mindset thing. Yeah. Uh, it's not fun. (laughs) It's not fun owning your mistakes. It sucks. Mistakes suck and it happens. It is embarrassing, but, but what, what else can you do other than show up the next day facing all your team, Mm -hmm. uh, your coworkers and, you know how how you react to that mistake means a lot. Are you gonna hide your head? You're gonna find something else to do so you don't have to be around. You know, show face the next yeah. few days after you make a big screw up. If you, if you just really winners hit, face their mistakes head on, address them head on, and um, I mean I, that's the only way to do it. The fastest way to move on from a mistake and yeah. I'm going to tell you like I screw up often. I screw up so much. But I mean anybody that knows me can also know like I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pass blame and that's really one of the only things I can at the end of the day everybody knows I'm a truthful, hardworking, honest guy that fucks up sometimes. I mean I would rather be that than anything else. Sure. So if you can adopt, if you find yourself trying to blame others, I don't know, pass the buck, just trying to make yourself look better all the time. I don't know. Might want to, might want to take a look at that. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. For me, maybe this is a little bit PC, um, but I don't really, I don't like to think of things that I've done wrong as mistakes. Uh, yeah, it's not that I'm not accepting blame for it. It's that I look at those as learning opportunities. Um, True. When when I do something incorrectly, and then I see the how it how it played out for me, right? Um, I know that next time I'm in that situation, I'm going to make a better decision. I'm going to do the do the right thing. Um, and that's something that I kind of pride myself on is, is being able to learn from my mistakes. Right. Exactly. Um, and and I, I think that is the, that's the most important thing that you can do as a, as a human being. That's the only way you get better. Otherwise you just kind of spinning, you know, <laughs> spinning your wheels and not going anywhere. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, you have to make sure that you are, uh, you know, learning and not making the same mistakes over and over again. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, even, even more important than admitting, because if you, if you just admit that, uh, you know, like, yep, hand up, I screwed that one up and you do that every <laughs> single time, it doesn't matter if you're, st- if you're admitting that you're wrong, right. you still, you have to learn and, and get better from it. Right. It really sucks making the same mistake twice. twice. Yes, it does. Then you feel then you feel <laughs> way then dumber. you feel yeah. extra fucking <laughs> stupid, right? Yeah, that yes. sucks. And I've done that. I do it. <laughs> I still do it. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it's like your character flaws are r- really put on display. Yeah, when you do something twice, it's like, yep. wow, man. The fucking up twice doing the same thing happens. <laughs> it does. Three times, man. I that's like yeah. Now <laughs> now that's yeah. hard to come back from. What about uh, what about 45 times? 
Um, and of course, now I'm talking about when we play chess and you don't defend <laughs> your pawn on the first move. <laughs> right, the second move, I guess. What does that mean? I don't even know. I don't know chess, real chess strategy. So we always we always do the same thing. Our first move, right? We both take our the pawn that's right in front of our queen and move it out two spaces, right? Okay. And then and then I like to I like to move my queen out. Yeah. And threaten that pawn. If you don't, if you just go ahead and and attack the queen right there, I'm going to take that pawn, put you in check, and then take your rook. Yeah. So okay, don't but, defend the pawn. But you, have, you have to defend the pawn, either with another pawn or with a knight <laughs> or whatever. So that I can't take your pawn without losing my queen. I like that. Here we go. Defend the pawn. But it's only it's no, only but... happened to you like 40 times. <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't know that part of the strategy, but something just hit me right here. Defend the pawn. What is a pawn in chess? It's the lowest level of Peace. the of your pieces of your or of your organization mm -hmm. so but it's like still... you said the most important thing to do is defend your pawn in chess yeah. when you first start out mm -hmm. like the defend your co-workers when you otherwise you're fucking up i mean i i love that analogy right there like you got to stick by your fellow man and you're not you don't try to throw shade and pass blame on others when you're yeah or you're gonna yeah. screw up your whole organization <laughs> but you know even even though the pawn is the lowest piece in the game they still have a they still have a very critical part to play in you know when when they're used correctly um yeah. you know you can you can absolutely force checkmate with a king or with a pawn right um yeah, they are very valuable uh, defense for the other, you know, pieces. They block, you know, your opponent's pieces, and uh, you know, kind of get in the way. It's very, uh, yeah, it's they're they're critical, and you have to, you got to protect them. I like that analogy, kind of to what we're talking about. The other thing I want to touch on in making mistakes is uh, not everybody looks at your mistakes through rose-colored glasses and i was like oh he's learning listen the reality of life is a lot of people love to see you make mistakes oh yeah they don't think like you and i they're not about you know the betterment of themselves or of the organization or not mm -hmm. no altruistic thoughts other than people just love to see other people fuck up because it makes them feel better makes mm -hmm. them look better maybe yeah. they, they think they can take your job or whatever but it's the funniest thing when you make mistakes and you handle them the way we're talking about, and then, the, you know, they're just like, Hey, you know, what's wrong with him? He's, he's met, he's making mistakes, but he's still rolling in here. Like he's in stride. Like, you know, like what's going on? You shouldn't be doing that. Like you're, you're the guy that just screwed up. Why are you walking in here? Like with confidence, like, what are you yeah. doing, man? Like you're, you're covered in crap, but you keep going. And then, there's nothing they can they can say yeah it's like you're the man if you can if you can own your mistakes it's really the most alpha freaking thing you can do yeah you're i mean person. you're almost you're almost bulletproof at that point yeah and even if they, like even if you get fired like you're not i don't know it's just like the way you handle yourself and your mistakes means a lot 
it means a, a hell of a lot. Like, you don't need to get overly emotional about it. What are the other, I mean, negative things? You don't want to overreact and mm-hmm. are frantic mode when you make a mistake. You got to, like, be able to take mistakes in stride and not let them, like, severely affect your lot a logical way of thinking because i i see people that do that you know when they initially make a screw up like ah, man i hate seeing people enter frantic mode because then they're most likely to make another mistake when they're yeah they just like exit all their logical mind thinking like (laughs) it's really important how you react to a mistake like it, it it really is like I see it a lot in construction. It's just like compounding effects. Like it really takes, you really got to say pause after a mistake. Yeah. Time out. Stop. Yep. You don't want to start, you don't want to start stacking losses. It's not a good thing. (laughs) It can happen in a hurry in any, um, any organization, but I don't know. Got to handle, handle your mistakes and own them. That's, Mm Really, what I wanted to hammer down, and um, I, I guess re- the other part, what I got into earlier, is you know, you got to own every s- step you take in your life, and every action you take in your life, and if you just own it, I mean, you're gonna be a better person, yep. and everything, uh, everything matters. I mean, but the way you react to things is really important. Kind of where I want to get here. I think I'm done. I think that's it. Yeah. Exit on the real talk. I'm ready to talk some some fun stuff, dude. Yep. Definitely. Uh so Patriot picks. Are we doing Patriot picks? Yeah, let's do some Patriot picks. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get some music for the Patriot picks. Yes. I think so. I might do that. It should be, it should be like game show music. I might drop some music <laughs> right now. You don't know. I like this music. <laughs> Probably next time, dude. We're recording really late. Yeah. There's like, <laughs> I have no time to do this. <laughs> All right. Uh, You're the Patriot, Patriot Picks guy. Patriot Picks this week. Uh, we're going to do classics. Adam Sandler movies. Uh, you know, we both grew Best. up. At, we both grew up in the 90s. Um, so Adam Sandler was like, uh, pretty significant <laughs> figure in our childhood, uh, shaping comedic our gold. Humor. Yes, absolutely. Alec, Adam Sandler in the early nineties, early or not late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, for sure. He was on all those big boxy TVs. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one of them. <laughs> um, so how are we doing? We're going snake draft, but we're, we got to flip another coin. Like, is that how uh, we're doing things? Yes, flip a coin. All right. Well, all I got to this right now. How about I'm going to flip the uh, <laughs> the old zinner? <laughs> I got a zen can. Uh, you want to call zen or barcode? <laughs> I'll go to zen. All right. I'm going to let it hit the ground. Okay. Barcode. Oh. Yeah, you couldn't. I know you don't at all. I know you don't trust me. <laughs> I swear, dude. dude, I hang my hat on my integrity. Not like you. No, yeah, not like me. I'm not like you. So I get the first pick 
Yep. Man, this is a this is a big um I'm feeling the pressure. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Oh yeah. But I'm gonna take for my number one Adam Sandler movie. Gonna go with Billy Madison. Okay, that's a solid pick. That is a solid pick. Well, was it your number one? It was not. It was not. All right, let's see what you got. Uh, my number one was The Water Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's a good I've, one. Uh, I've been watching Adam Sandler movies with my kids now, and every time they see him, even if it's like a new movie that he's done and he's like an old man now, uh, they're like, oh, look, it's the water boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's to me, it's either Billy Madison or water. water boy, boy. Yeah. Boy. Yep. Um, what do you got for number two? Happy Gilmore. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So I'll take the two sports movies, sports guy. <laughs> All right. I'm up. I'm yep. going to take uh big daddy. Yep. That was my next one too. <laughs> number two, number yep. two. I probably would have went Water Boy too. Yep. Um, going Big Daddy. Do I do I get do you I get, get to go it, now? You get another one. Yep. Okay, my other one might be controversial. Newer movie, uh, Uncut Gems. You ever okay. seen that movie? I have. Um, not so I, funny. Not so comedic. No, it was it was solid. Um, not in not in the top ten of his movies. <laughs> Good movie, not in the top ten. No, I think it's a I think it's a must watch. Yeah. Well, it was good. It was good. Um it was it was kind of um uh, it's like very intense and it's not funny. It's like um uh, you just like you get you feel stressed out the whole time. <laughs> That's good. I don't maybe. That's not why I watch Adam Sandler movies. All right, what do you got? <laughs> Um, I didn't realize I was going to have this many picks left. Uh, uh, I am going to go with Mr. Deeds. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> Mr. Deeds. I have it here. That's a yeah, good one. That's a great, great movie. Especially when he stabs the uh, <laughs> dead leg, <laughs> the, the, the foot. It's like ah. <laughs> no, I just get you. <laughs> I got to rewatch some of these. Yeah, I, you know the one that I need to rewatch is Happy Gilmore. I watch like Billy Madison and the Waterboy all the time. Mm-hmm. You, like, you don't really catch Happy Gilmore often. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, my boys love that one too. <laughs> <laughs> um, other ones that we that I had on my list uh, were Fifty First Dates. Yeah, uh, it's, it's all right. Um, it's all right. And it's good. And, I think we uh, already had almost good one. Yeah, and uh, Grown Ups is kind of a newer one. Uh, I don't think I've seen that. So it, he's got like his whole crew. Um, you know, Kevin James and David Spade and uh, yeah. Chris Rock, all those guys. Rob all, Schneider, got to be Rob, Rob Schneider's in there. Yep, <laughs> um, and they all get like uh, like they get a big cabin together and get their uh bring their families in for uh like a vacation right so they're like trying to teach all their kids the things that they did when they went to that uh (laughs) to that camp you know it's it's fun it's a little nice little family movie yeah uh what's your all-time like favorite adam sandler movie like one-liner do you have one i mean anything from 
you know, obviously Waterboy is my number one pick. <laughs> Waterboy's, <laughs> Waterboy's good. Yeah. It, mine has to be what what <laughs> well, I like Billy Madison, so mine's like yeah. mine's like what's that old lady when uh at the damn thing when on the field <laughs> yeah. trip? I know who took all them lunches. It was that damn Sasquatch. <laughs> And it's fucking yeah. Chris <laughs> Farley. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Just Farley made that one. Yeah. That's why I, like, I love Billy Madison so much. Yeah. It's Chris Farley than it. Yeah. I like uh the water boy when he's in, in the class arguing with the professor. <laughs> he's like, no, Colonel Sanders, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of classic one liners there. <laughs> yep. The the penguin. <laughs> oh man uh the boys actually they were watching uh <laughs> billy madison tonight and gary's tonight. just laughing his ass off look dad there's the penguin there's the penguin <laughs> <laughs> oh shit good stuff uh i guess we gotta move on dude yep that was fun though <laughs> oh I, you gotta love adam sandler we were actually we we're actually working in one of the contracts we have one of the factories and um we went in the break room and they were playing the water boy in the break oh, yeah. room it's like just like <laughs> perfect chill yeah classic things to just have on the tv all the time <laughs> yeah. but um you got anything on current events i don't i have not i don't care. attention <laughs> now, yep. yeah let's move on uh yep. <laughs> <laughs> what the crap yeah um my what the crap this week um do you remember Blake Martinez? Um, he was the NFL linebacker that retired to sell Pokemon cards. Yes, I do. Yeah. Well, I knew that name sounded familiar. He's back in the NFL. Wasn't, wasn't he like your Patriot of the Week? Or you, we highlighted him for some reason. <laughs> yeah. He's your, I, he's your world think, hero of the world. I think we, I think we just talked about him uh, in sports one time. Yeah. It might have been a what the crap. I'm not, I can't. Yeah, he retired from the NFL because he thought he was so good at selling Pokemon cards. Yeah. Well, he hit it big on a couple cards and, you know, made quite a bit of money. Um, and then he was able to uh, use his following to uh, start this show uh, where he would basically stream himself opening packs and he would get people to buy the packs for like hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars. And he'd play a little game with them where, uh, you know, each pack has an energy card in it. It's one of eight colors. Um, and if they could guess what the energy card would be, they'd win some big prize on top of it, right? So he would open their pack on camera. Um, and if they if they were right, they'd win. This is on like YouTube or something. Or? Yeah, there's the. It's like a startup app that he was using. Um, but yeah. He has since been, uh, his show on that app has been shut down. He's been kicked off of the app um, because a bunch of people who were buying the cards uh, claim that they never received the cards. Um, and there was a lot of speculation that he was kind of doctoring the packs so that he would, uh, he would like open them, switch the energy cards around and stuff like that. Uh, oh. Yeah. So, I know somebody who used to do that when he was playing cards. Who? <laughs> no. <laughs> the most honest guy I know. <laughs> yeah, you. 
Jake. <laughs> True Patriot Jake. <laughs> um so yeah. He uh he has had his show shut down. Um he's lost all yeah, of his money. Bad. And that's bad. So he signed with the Carolina Panthers this week. He's back in the NFL. <laughs> Is he a linebacker? <laughs> yeah. That's good. I'm glad he still has retained his athletic ability. Yeah, that's good for him. Just scamming the crap out of the card, <laughs> the nerdy card collecting <laughs> community. He's just like, he's a jock picking on nerds. Just picking like on always. nerds. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's all it is. Now he's on his. <laughs> wow. He's like, people will actually pay me thousands of dollars for Pokemon cards? Those idiots. <laughs> What are they're they paying, they're paying more for the packs just because he's opening them. Like they deserve <laughs> right. honestly, do they they deserve everything they get? Yeah. Just go to Walmart like everybody else. Like, <laughs> nerds. <Yeah. laughs> hey, speaking of that, you know I buy and sell a lot of things. Yeah. So I've been I've been in I've been selling about I bought a pretty valuable baseball card collection i've been selling it off yeah well i decided to go to our local well i try to go to um our local kind of card place it's yeah. called a uh, bargain box yep so all these people do it used to be in the mall but he's the mall's kind of you know yeah <laughs> uh malls are dying in america let's let's just put that out there but yep the local trading card bargain box has moved and he's got his own store. Um, they're closed. So, anyways, I went in there because I had some valuable cards. I wanted to get the right um, protector sleeves, right? Like, mm -hmm. I'm like, man, I, you know, I gotta, I gotta package these things right, like a real card person, which I hate doing. Um, but I went in there, um, dude. There was a he. They had this little rotating display uh, case of all their most valuable cards for sale. Mm -hmm. There was a freaking um, you know, remember the card game? Like we got Pokemon, but mm -hmm. remember the Magic, Magic, mm -hmm. the the Magic cards? They're yeah. like it's like Pokemon, but it came out after. Dude, those cards are more valuable than Pokemon. There really? was like a card in there in the display case for five thousand dollars, and then there was like two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars. I'm like, what the heck? That's crazy. Like, yeah. And I was like, is this serious? And I looked him up online and it was like, kind of looked like a good deal. Like they're selling for even more on eBay. I'm like, really? I'm, but I'm not buying these. Like, <laughs> no. screw this. But yeah. anyways, I, I just, I don't get the card thing. I'm kind of like Blake Martinez here. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> making fun of nerds. Yeah. I will sell to them. I will sell to the nerds, <laughs> but I don't enjoy it. There's nothing. I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, Especially the Pokemon Magic, I kind of get the baseball card thing. Mm -hmm. That's because you're a, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of get it a little bit the baseball yeah. card thing, but uh, the the Pokemon and the Magic and I don't know all the other mm -hmm. ones, but I I don't get it. Like, how's a mag a made up cartoon card worth five thousand dollars? I don't get it. I, don't I get when like a Willie Mays and a Hank Aaron and a Yogi Berra, Mickey yeah. Mantle. I don't know. I yeah. kind of get the baseball card thing. I do not get the made up freaking cartoon. 
character but being worth a lot. Doesn't that magic, isn't that like an actual game like they probably still have tournaments for? I think it I, is. I don't, I don't know, dude. So if that's the case, then it's if it's like a really good card, then you could go win those tournaments and make a lot of money, right? I don't know. Like an investment? No, I think it's just the soul. <laughs> I think it's just the soul like collecting aspect of it. But uh, anyways, what where what were, were we talking about? That was the end of your what the crap. Uh, that was my what the crap. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yours. Um. Well, I kind of have a what the crap. That's uh, not much of an update. Yeah. But I got a what the crap update. So yeah, I have a little update on the back to nature funeral home yeah. uh, disaster in Colorado. Mm-hmm. As we know, Colorado is a wild place. Mountains, no rules, weed smoking, hippie nonsense. So they, <laughs> they, uh, just like Ohio, ha- just like Ohio, but, uh, and ha- the other half of the United States. But, anyways, they had this back to nature funeral home services where they don't do any of this embalming stuff. They're going to, bury you in the ground let you decompose and go back to nature blah 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 i I don't know what their whole shtick was but like we said they were um in the owners of the return to nate as return to nature john and carrie halford they an update is they've been arrested on felony charges but they ended up finding 190 bodies in that building that were, uh, oh you know, improperly being disposed of. They they told the clients they were gonna do this weird back to nature stuff, and they didn't even do. It. They just let them rot in a building. Well, weren't they gonna cremate most of them? I don't know. I forget. You have to go back and yeah. listen to my other episode. But <laughs> I just thought that the they were low on their um their estimate of the number of bodies in the building when it, the news yeah. initially came out. That's kind of my update. But um, since then, the governor of Colorado has issued a disaster declaration over this whole debacle uh, to free up more funds to uh, further investigate. And really, I think it's to try to figure out whose body's who. Yeah. And like It's just a total freaking mess and nightmare. That's crazy. These people are locked up and they need to be because talk about improper handling of corpses, dude. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, that's my update on that. But wow. So my what the crap. Did you know there was a toilet made of solid gold, 18 karat gold, a fully functioning, fully solid golden toilet made by an Italian artist uh, named Maurizio I'm I'm butchering this Maurizio Cataltan he he made this solid 18 karat gold fully functioning toilet um, which was installed and displayed in the Guggenheim Museum in New York uh, initially and the toilets the the name of the artwork the name of this golden toilet was titled America and people could pay to book an appointment to take a shit in the golden toilet of America 
So first part of the what the crap is the fact that even exists. The toilet <laughs> the toilet is valued at 5.9 million dollars just for the fact of its it's gold. Yeah. Gold. It's a lot of gold. Okay. So since then the golden toilet was moved from the Guggenheim Museum in New York. They moved it to um London. I think it was London, England. To they moved it to the birthplace of Winston Churchill, hmm. which makes so this this really like kind of derogatory, uh, you know, stupid artwork. It's yeah. just like making fun of America that's super valuable. Mm-hmm. Winds up at the birthplace of Winston Churchill, where the English people can book appointments to take a shit. In a golden toilet titled America. Well, that toilet was stolen. Good. That's what you get. That's what they deserve. So the Brits have lost the golden America toilet to some criminals who have stolen the toilet. And that was four years ago, actually, that they stole the toilet. And they finally have brought all members to charges. But the artwork was never found. They melted down that golden America toilet. Good. Those guys are some patriots of the week. Can you believe? This should have been your patriot of the week. Can you believe anything (laughs) like that ever existed? Yes. You can? Yeah. People are so dumb, man. And the Brits brought it to Winston Churchill's birthplace. Like, dude, that guy was a patriot. Like he yeah. did, he liked Americans. He loved Americans. <laughs> yeah, he was a World War II badass leader. Mm-hmm. And they're really gonna put that at his birthplace. I'm glad they stole it. I'm glad they melted that that sob. Yes. Good. <laughs> I hope they got paid well for it. Now they're in jail. They're they're <laughs> probably in jail for the rest of their life. But uh, that's I imagine. I imagine it would be heavy. Um. Yeah, that would, that would be difficult to steal. It definitely needs to be a Netflix documentary on yes. the America's yes. Golden Toilet heist. I would watch it. First up, yeah, that would be a great documentary. Like, <laughs> yeah. somebody does somebody need to pay me like to make like <laughs> to point things out like this? But because I can do that. But all right, sports. Yeah. Um, I know you're foaming at the mouth here. Yes, but before we get into that, <laughs> um, we lost a legend this week. Um, Bob Knight passed away. Uh, oh. Three years old, uh, of course, legendary basketball coach um, and just all around uh, entertaining guy. Um, fiery coach. Fiery, yes. But um, legend. Legendary temper. Um, <laughs> he is uh, he's the kind of guy that would always speak his mind. Uh, you never had to wonder what he was thinking because he'd tell you. Um, like guys like that. Yeah. Uh, of course, he, he was a very controversial figure. Um, he was all, often accused of uh, abusing his players, um, including, you know, Strangling them a uh, time or two. 
throwing chairs across the court, uh, things like that, you know, um, like the Bob Knight, Woody Hayes method. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, well, Woody, didn't he strangle a guy from the other team though? Or is it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, he punched yeah. him, punched That's, him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So Bob Knight <laughs> strangled his own players. Right. Okay. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the thing is, uh, most of his players, love him um it's you know it's one of those things where it's the people who uh were not in the locker room with him that have a problem right uh yeah the uh yeah i get it yeah um so yeah he uh bob knight he actually played at ohio state he's from maslin uh played at ohio state uh and then he did not pursue a professional career um he decided to go into coaching immediately. And he actually went to coach at army uh, was his first job. Really? Uh, hmm. So he was, uh, I don't know if you know this or not. He's uh, he was coach K uh, the Duke basketball coach that just retired. Um, he was coach K's coach when coach K played at army. And then, ah. uh, yeah. And then coach K joined the staff um, at army. And, at army and then ended up taking the army job when Bob Knight left to go to Indiana. Uh, of course he was at Indiana for a number of years, uh, had a lot of success there. He, you know, he really put Indiana basketball on the map. Um, and then his, uh, temper eventually got him fired there. Um, <laughs> so then he ended uh, up was there to Texas tech or he went, yeah, he went to Texas tech there toward the end of his career. And, uh, it's some broadcasting. So um, he also coached the uh, Olympic team, uh, took them to a gold medal back in 1984. Um, so, yeah, uh, great basketball coach, great, uh, great mind, very entertaining character. So uh, he'll definitely be missed. Yeah. Tough coach, good coach. Yes. Legend. <laughs> yes. Um, so now are you ready to talk about uh, someone who's maybe not a good coach? <laughs> uh, of course, I'm talking yes. about Michigan here. Um, <laughs> yes. The, the, the saga continues. Jake um, is a diehard Ohio State alumni. So Yes. Um, What's going on here, Jake? Okay. So uh, the Big Ten uh, last week uh, stepped in. It was actually on Friday, stepped in and suspended Jim Harbaugh for the last three games. He's allowed to coach during the week in practice, uh, film study. He's allowed to help with the game plan. Um, and then he is not allowed to be on the field or in the stadium on Saturday when he play, when they play. Uh, so the Big Ten leading <laughs> up to this. Weird. That's yeah, just I, weird. That's just weird. It's pointless, but okay. <laughs> um like what? <laughs> so Michigan has said all along um, that they, this is coming from the athletic director, the president, the board, everybody, uh, Michigan says, if you suspend Jim Harbaugh without doing the entire investigation, we will follow, file a lawsuit. Um, we will get a uh, temporary restraining order and we will, uh, fight you in court over this, right? He's you're not going to spend him for the for the rest of the year. Big Blue's standing behind Harbaugh. Yes, absolutely. 
Uh, well, they're getting a restraining order against who? Against the Big Ten. Okay. Yeah. So that the Big Ten can't suspend <laughs> Harbaugh. Yes. That's so weird. It's it's wild, man. It's weird um, that it's called a restraining order. I, I just yeah. I guess uh, they got to call it something, but right. <laughs> um. So really, all this is uh th- these are stall tactics because. If Michigan can beat, they beat, they just beat Penn State this week. Um, so they have Maryland this coming up week, and then Ohio State. If they win those two games, they're twelve and zero. They oh, play, man. they play Iowa or whoever in the Big Ten championship game, and they will smoke them. Um, and then they'll be in the playoff. Right? Michigan feels that they have a national championship caliber team, and they will do literally anything. To be able to, <laughs> to to play for that national title, um, that's the truth. Yeah, <laughs> so they are doing. They're pulling out all the stops. Um, so there's a hearing on Friday uh, for this uh, restraining order. Um, so we'll we'll find out on Friday. But of course, Friday is when they're supposed to be going to Maryland to play. Uh, you know, on Saturday against Maryland. Um, this is wild. Like, yeah, is this is this team's just going to be allowed to continue to? But like, is is yeah. there evidence that they cheated earlier this year? Or yes. Like, yes. How are they just going to keep had, letting them play? Um, At what point so, does so this 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 broke? Um, this story broke the day before, or the, like the week leading up to Ohio State versus Penn State that was being played in Columbus this year. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State went and ran the the records and found two tickets that were purchased by Connor Stallions, one on each side, so that he could film. Uh, you know, he was going to pay somebody to go sit in those seats and film the opposite sideline um, to get all of the signals, so that they could have all the uh, data from both teams that they were going to play. Right? Yeah, that's bad. So. That's so how? Bad. So how? Are they just gonna, how's where? At what point does the NCAA step in and say the problem is that the NCAA? The NCAA has all the they have a lot of evidence, but they wait until they just drag their feet and they collect all the evidence. They talk to everybody, um, and they will not. It's just their the, the way that they do things, the way they run their business. They will not act on this until well after the season <laughs> so this is gonna I mean, like post yeah. like what if michigan goes on and makes the playoff and what if they win the whole thing that's like then what the NCAA nightmare yeah. and then they yeah but then they vacate, vacate the title. yeah exactly but they're just not they're just gonna let their kids play yes well, yep. i guess that's the way the only way to do it but so oh, man uh this is yeah. rough it's it's crazy um so all of the fans, uh, of course, the president and the athletic director and everything, they claim that this is uh, a load of crap because we're not doing the full investigation, and therefore Jim Harbaugh is not getting uh, his entitled due process, right? They keep throwing out the word due process. He deserves due process. Um, you know, we got to do the investigation. Here's the problem. When this story broke three weeks ago, um, the NCAA, they had an investigative firm that broke, that found all the evidence. They took it to the NCAA. 
the NCAA takes it to the Big Ten and they take it to the Michigan. All three groups got together, sat down, and the NCAA said, this is what we have. This is the evidence that we have. Since then, Michigan has done zero investigation to try to, to either defend themselves or to figure out if this was actually going on, right? They've done absolutely nothing but bitch and complain. The Big Ten is working with the NCAA to figure out if this is going on. And so then they're, they're talking to all the other Big Ten schools who's giving them all they got, right? Ohio State's like, yep, they cheated. We know. Here's all of our evidence. Rutgers, they cheated. Here's all of our evidence. <laughs> you know? Um, it shouldn't take very long to figure out. No. It's but probably- because Michigan knows that they're in the wrong and they're just trying to stall. So they're, they're saying we're not going to do anything until the season's over. <laughs> they're too busy. <laughs> Right, basically. <laughs> but then but then they're saying that they're not entitled to uh or that they can't be he can't be suspended because he's entitled to due process, but they're not doing their part to like get to the bottom of this. Well, because they can't <laughs> interfere with their perfect season, screw right. it up. <laughs> it's crazy. It's nuts. You know, Michigan that they, they're a very proud university and they like to uh tell everybody that they're like, you know, uh academically elite, right? But they're kind of, they're really putting their university's reputation at stake here, and they're kind of playing with fire. Well, they're undefeated, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. derail the big blue. Yeah. So Harbaugh. Once they suspended. get one law, once they lose the Ohio State yeah, investigation. It, absolutely. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. It, it, had they lost to Penn State, they don't even file the court case. They turn over on Harbaugh. Yep, season's over. Yeah, yeah he's get, the hell, here, get yeah. the hell out of here. Because then they go into <laughs> so preservation they, mode. Because Jim Harbaugh's so lucky they're undefeated right now. He <laughs> needs to win the national championship so has badly. To, has to. Uh, and he's going to the NFL after the season anyway. No, he's he kn- not. He he knew. Yeah, he is. He won't be allowed to stay at Michigan. There's no way. Um, yes, he will. He's going to be no, a legendary the, bad guy. The, the NCAA is going to hammer him in the offseason. They're going to... They're going to hit him with a show cause penalty. He's not even going to be allowed to coach college football for like five years. There's well, no got, way. Well, then he's got to win the natty now. Right. But then they're going to vacate it anyway. But it's still so, be kind of legendary move. Yeah. Yeah. It, I guess. Um, That's the way to go out as the ultimate bad guy. Yeah. So but they're probably just going to lose the highest day and then it's, yeah. it's over. Yeah. So. He is now serving his second three-game suspension of the season. He was suspended for the first three games of the season uh, for a completely different issue. What was um, the first issue? So let's talk about that. Um, <laughs> let's go back just a tad, okay. uh, and we're going to talk about Ohio State coaches, right? <laughs> the last two Ohio State coaches that got fired were Tressel and then Urban Meyer, right? Tressel yeah. got fired for tattoo gate, right? Yeah. And what he and what he got what he got fired for was not so much the fact that his players were getting tattoos, but the fact that he lied to the investigators about it and he tried to mislead them, right? Uh, tried to cover it up. Cover ups always worse than the crime, right? That's what they always say. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. So that's why Tressel got fired. Um, Ohio State fired him because he wasn't co- cooperating with the investigation. They weren't uh, mad. They were just disappointed. 
basically. Yeah. And then, you know, Gordon Gee made the comment, uh, the university president at the time said, you know, yeah, <laughs> I, I, ho- I just hope he doesn't fire me. Right. And then he um, got fired. And then, they, yeah, then, yeah, <laughs> neither one of them were, were around much longer after that. Um, but, you know, Ohio State took, they fired their coach for something so small, right? Yes. Um, Urban got fired because of all of the backlash with his assistant, assistant coach, his wide receiver coach, uh, Zach Smith, who had been accused of beating his wife. Um, pretty serious the problem is that that has now um now that we're farther down the line uh, and have more details we know that it's been proven in court that zach smith did not beat his wife he was found not guilty um now you can say plenty of things about zach smith's character um but the things that he was accused of that got urban fired is were inaccurate but because Urban had this guy on his staff that would do something so heinous as beat his wife. Um, that's why Urban got fired. So you're trying uh, to because it, say because it was a bad look for the program. So you're trying to say High State has more integrity than Michigan. There is not a shadow of a doubt that nobody can even argue that anymore. Because now let's look at just this season. We've had, yeah. like I said, Harbaugh was suspended for three games earlier this year. Why was he suspended for three games? Because smoking got, crack. <laughs> he had uh, a recruiting visit, an unofficial visit where he bought the guy a hamburger, the player a hamburger, which not a big deal, right? He had, um, he had analysts on the field giving instruction during practice, which again, not a big deal, but illegal. Wait, say and that again. What does that he, mean? He had analysts like uh, coaches that are not titled as an assistant coach. They're like staffers, but they are like they used to be coaches that got fired and then they end up at Michigan like helping out, right? They're like in between jobs. Yes. They were they were giving practice uh, instruction on the field, right? Which is illegal, but again, not a big deal. <laughs> the other thing was they were um, using video to communicate with the players during off-season workouts, which he is not allowed to do. Again, not a big deal. Here's where he got the suspension. While being investigated for all three of those minor infractions, he lied and misled the investigators, just like Trestle did. <laughs> just like Trestle did. Trestle got fired. Yeah. Har- Harbaugh begrudgingly took a three-game suspension. That investigation is still going on, by the way. The NCAA hasn't ruled on that yet. Um, so they could, they could theoretically tack on more games to that uh, three-game suspension that Michigan self-imposed at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, second issue. <laughs> uh, Michigan's coaches and staff, um, they have multiple people who have been let go from the program because uh, they are pedophiles. <laughs> Allegedly. What? <laughs> so they have, no. a, they have a staffer that um, he's just some guy that like an intern, right? Um, 
he was caught on video. He was caught on video trying to meet up with a 13 year old girl with a bottle of vodka and condoms in his pocket. Um, it was like one of those, one of those stings that they, you know, show you show up and the, it's just yeah. a couple guys trying to record Chris, you. Right. Yeah. 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 That sort of thing. Chris Hansen or who? The, the, yeah. Is that him? I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Guy. I don't think it was him, but it was somebody like doing yeah, the same thing, right? somebody's um, good. Then, doing good work. Yeah. Doing good work. And then the other one was, uh, their quarterbacks coach that got fired in the off season after the FBI raided his house. Um, because he had child porn on his computer, which hey, a lot of people, a lot of people have speculated that when that investigation was launched, uh, the Michigan police hired an independent firm to look through his computer and make sure that he didn't have anything on his work computer. It's Jim Harbaugh's computer. This is the offensive or the, the quarterback's coach. I'm just kidding. Um, they look that independent investigator looked through his computer and found all the things that they were cheating with, <laughs> found all the evidence of cheating and turned it into the NCAA. And that's how this whole thing started. So because he's a freaking pedo because they were, they were looking at the pedophiles computer records. Yeah. So you've got wow. lying to the investigators, just like Trestle. And yeah, you probably don't have anybody beating their wife, but you definitely have pedophiles on your coaching staff. And Michigan not only is not firing this guy, but they're filing lawsuits in order to keep him from keep being him. suspended. Wow, yeah. That's isn't that crazy? <laughs> when you put it that way. And that's before they even start talking about cheating at all. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy they will stand behind <laughs> him that much. Like, just get rid of the guy. Right. He's done nothing but he was he was just losing. he was he's, he was they won't they wanted to fire him anyway and then he started cheating and now everybody started winning yeah now that, that he's the greatest thing ever and they they're letting him hire pedophiles <laughs> it's crazy just get rid of the guy <laughs> just like, get rid of the guy th- that's why i don't think he's going anywhere i think he's it, i think it, it, they're I think they're not gonna have a choice stay. i think he's gonna it, be back no. I, like there's no how way. can how can a university stand behind a guy so hard and then get rid of him? Like he will well, no, it'll be his choice. He'll he'll take a he'll take an NFL job for sure. Who would want him? Why would they the, want him in the, the Raiders? NFL? The the Raiders, they'll take him. Why? I don't know. Because he's like the he, pirate he, bad he guy wins, wins he games, the, you know. Raiders is like needs a bad guy head coach. I mean, like he, a, yeah, he took the Niners to the Super Bowl. I mean He's Jim he's did. had he's had success in the NFL, yeah. Dude, I mean, after this, he just he is Michigan. Yeah, he's they, stay. I mean, maybe he'll be. They'll able probably to like there. murder him. Uh, I don't know. He's not going to be allowed to coach Michigan football next year. And the thing is, yeah, he knows. He he was talking at the beginning of the season how this is uh, the only ch- you know this is the chance. This is the year. He's got the team. The team is, um, you know, loaded with talent. They have an easy schedule next year. They have to play. They have to play Texas and Oregon and USC. They're going to lose five games next year. Easy. Oh, I don't know. We'll see. We will see. see. Well, 
You ready to put this show back on the rails? <laughs> My yeah. goodness. Yeah, we need it after that. <laughs> Man. Wow. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and purity. 1 Timothy 4.12. What's that mean? It means that even though people are... Like people that are older than you call you not smart just because you're small doesn't mean you can like um you can go back and still be a leader. And still be a leader. Yep. Yep, and we'll, we'll uh, be a leader by following God's teachings, right? Yep. And do you think you're a good leader? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Good job, buddy. That's our guy. That's our guy. Hey. Be more like Gary this week. Everybody have a great week. (laughs) 